and sprayed water on the two little girls who were dressed in yellow and black striped swimsuits. They looked like big bumblebees. I loved hearing them giggling so much. In the next driveway, a boy and girl were playing hopscotch. I observed them for a spell, but none of them responded to my interest, so I kept on moving. I walked by children, playing in every garden, yet none of them saw me or invited me to play. People on bicycles and skateboards and remote-controlled cars were whizzing by, oblivious to me. I was beginning to think that coming to Fuchsia Lane was a bit of a mistake, which was rather confusing because usually I was so good at choosing places and there were so many children here. I sat down on the garden wall of the last house and began to think about where I could have taken a wrong turn. After a few minutes, I came to the conclusion that I was in the right area after all. I very rarely make wrong turns. I spun on my backside to face the house behind the garden wall. There was no action in this garden, so I sat and studied the house. It had two storeys and a garage with an expensive car parked outside that glistened in the sun. A plaque on the garden wall beneath me said, Fuchsia House. And the house had blooming fuchsia climbing up the wall, clinging to the brown bricks over the front door and reaching all the way up to the roof. It looked pretty. Fractions of the house had brown bricks and other sections had been painted a honey colour. Some of the windows were square and others were circles. It was really unusual. It had a fuchsia-coloured front door with two long windows with frosted glass in the top two panels, a huge brass knocker and letterbox beneath. It looked like two eyes, a nose and a mouth smiling at me. I waved and smiled back just in case. Well, you can never be too sure these days. Just as I was studying the face of the front door, it opened and was slammed shut rather loudly and angrily by a boy who came running outside. He had a big red fire engine in his right hand and a police car in his left hand. I love red fire engines, they're my favourite. The boy jumped off the front step of the porch and ran to the grass where he skidded to his knees. He got grass stains all down his black tracksuit bottoms, which made me laugh. Grass stains are so much fun because they never come out. My old friend Barry and I used to slide all of the time. Anyway, The little boy started crashing his fire engine against his police car and making all these noises with his mouth. He was good at the noises. Barry and I used to always do that too. It's fun pretending to do things that don't usually happen in real life. The boy rammed the police car into the red fire engine and the head fireman, who was clinging to the ladder at the side of the truck, slid off. I laughed out loud and the boy looked up. He actually looked at me, right into my eyes. Hi, I said, nervously clearing my throat and shifting from one foot to the other. I was wearing my favourite blue Converse runners and they still had grass stains on the white rubber tips from when Barry and I went sliding. I started to run the rubber tip against the brick garden wall to try to scrape it off and thought about what to say next. As much as making friends is my favourite thing to do, I still get a bit nervous about it. There's always that scary chance that people won't like me and it gives me the collywobbles. 
I've been lucky so far, but it would be silly to presume that the same thing will happen every time. Hi, the boy replied, fixing the fireman back onto the ladder. What's your name? I asked, kicking my foot against the wall in front of me and scraping the rubber tip. The grass stain still wouldn't come off. The boy studied me for a while, looking me up and down, as though trying to decide whether to tell me his name or not. This is the part of my job I absolutely loathe. It's tough wanting to be friends with someone and them not wanting the same back. That happens sometimes, but in the end they always come round because, whether they know it or not, they want me to be there. The boy had white blonde hair and big blue eyes. I knew his face from somewhere, but couldn't quite think where. Finally he spoke.